0: Greetings, wonderful people of the internet. The sound of my voice can only mean one thing. It's time for another episode of Chips and Bits. Yay! Your absolutely favorite podcast about video games.
1: All ten of you.
0: Yep. I am your host this week, Matthew Anderson, and I brought along with me my good pal, Kenny Myers.
1: I am your host for all weeks on this podcast.
0: Unless I say otherwise. Unless he says otherwise. Yep. Hey, Matt! Hey, dude, it's good to be back. It is. Another game defeated. Yeah, this one was uh, easier than most.
1: Or, as I like to think of it, I've waited for Matt and he finally
0: finished a game. Yeah, that's true. Although, to be fair, we both finished it quite a while ago. We just haven't gotten around to podcasting.
1: That's true, which is somebody's fault for being busy. And I'm not going to name names.
0: Wow, you were just all over that.
1: Yeah, well, it's actually me, I think, in this case.
0: Mm. Uh. So uh, let's let's break the ice here. The game we're going to talk about this week uh, is a wonderful little game called Journey. Right? It, yeah. No. Uh, yeah, that's the game for this week. Okay, that's the game for this week. And uh, where should we start, Mister Myers? Just podcasts.
1: because really we don't do weeks. Just this podcast.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's true. Thank you for correcting me.
1: So I guess we should start describing what Journey is, since it's not like a mega-marketed super game like a lot of our previous podcasts. Probably very true. And since you like to uh, describe things in detail, I would like to pass that on to you, my friend.
0: Okay. Uh, so Journey is this, uh, I don't know if it's still quite an indie game, I, I would call it an indie game, um, but it's a it's a... It's a small, cute little game. Wait, did uh, you say you wouldn't
1: call it an indie game?
0: No, I would. I, oh, I, I don't okay. know if it's still. I mean, it had a little bit of of marketing behind it. From I guess so. I guess Sony also so. it was like a
1: huge like it got the most downloads of like ex like a PlayStation game ever.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a cult classic. I guess of, of video but is games. It, is
1: it a cult classic if it's really popular?
0: Um, no, I guess I guess not.
1: It's just it's just it's downloadable and it's still weird.
0: Yeah. So what, we, what we've determined is that it's somewhat difficult to describe uh, where where along the line of, of indie slash popular game this game quite fits. Right. Um, but it's uh, it's developed by the same crew that did that flower game, and I can't remember the one previous to that. But they're into that whole you know metaphysical: is it a video game or is it just an experience type of thing? Right. Uh, and they took that to another level with with Journey, which is. Um, Have
1: you ever played Flower?
0: Yeah. Is it good? Um, debatable. Uh, yeah, debatable. well, it's, it's it's interesting. The questions of
1: their previous games was like, are they really games or not? But this one is definitely a game of sorts.
0: Of sorts, yeah. Although I, I still think we could talk about that, but um, yeah. No, so it's, no, it's not, this
1: is it. This is when we're going to talk about it, Matt. This is the podcast.
0: <laughs> so it it's more substantial than their than their previous games for sure. It it was what like about four and a half hours I think long, um, and you you're definitely playing through things with a character. Um, and it feels, feels like a game when you first start playing it. Uh, and it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that, Not only
1: is it interesting, it is by far one of the best pieces of interactive art ever created for like mainstream.
0: Yeah, well, that's part of it, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, you can't even quite go... As soon as you start talking about it as a video game, you almost feel like you have to clarify yeah. and... You and have to
1: actually it. raise it up like you have to raise it up beyond like crap because it's just beautiful yeah like not just beautiful a lot of games are very very pretty like they're aesthetically and we like a lot of games that are that are like have a really good art uh art design yep um thinking about art design as a term by the way is that even like what a terrible combination of words
0: I don't know if I've ever heard the term art design until now, Kenny, so... I just you're, made that up. Art fine.
1: directed. There we go.
0: Art direction or art, artistic style, I've heard. Yeah. But, so uh, not
1: only did I make up a word, but then I believed that it existed yeah, and thought uh, it was question, stupid. question it's <laughs> validity. Uh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I come to these uh, answers quickly, at least. Um, yeah, it's just... It's. Uh, it's. I know people who bought playstations to play this game
0: yes and i don't know if i would agree with that but uh
1: um because it's it is. like a three-hour game like what, right, right. where do you go off of the time spent
0: well no i think uh i think the enjoyment that that i would get out of the game and from a um, experience standpoint it certainly is um interesting and it, and it definitely opens up a lot of questions i, I think for how i mean basically where the line is drawn between what games are capable of and what you know descri- what a game actually is uh, but at the same time it it only starts the questions it doesn't i mean it's not it's not so epic uh from the standpoint that it totally changes my perspective on games um because i still played it and experienced it like a game and i certainly wouldn't buy a playstation three for it because it's not like life altering but uh it is really good that's for sure if you have a PlayStation Three, you should get it. For sure. Yeah, yeah. But a certain, I mean, I, I can tell just you and I talking about it already. It, it's that you. It's very hard to quantify what this game is. Well, quite literally, it is a journey.
1: You are literally moving from place to place over yeah. time, uh, through various contraptions that they've created. Um, the best way to describe it would be like Mario without all the crazy puzzle jumping. <laughs> like yeah. everything is simplified, but in doing so they've created something really elegant.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's simplified to the point I I, I remember when we first met. Like did you that. can't
1: die in the in well you can't <laughs> You can't die by your own actions in, in the We're a spoiler podcast, so we just spoilers, about it. yeah. Lots of spoilers. Yeah. So here I am bringing up the end but not meaning to bring up the end. You can't die in a, uh, in a traditional sense. Like, it's right. more like an adventure game, actually. Yeah, like you can't walk off a cliff and die. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, so when we, I remember when we first experienced Dead Space, um, and that, that's one of the first games I can think of going back where they'd done something unique with the HUD in the game that, that hadn't been done before. Yeah. Um, so the, the journey has simplified the, the game experience to the point where there's, there isn't a HUD at all. Um, And similarly to how, you know, in Dead Space they integrated the life meter into your suit Um, How capable you are as this little journey druid thing that I don't even know what to say Um, But you're kind of like this little desert druid Um, How capable you are of, you know, jumping, flying, doing these different uh, acrobatics in the game Is uh, communicated to you via the length of your scarf Yeah (laughs) Right. Which is brilliant.
1: Which is pretty hipster, if you think it's about it. It's very hipster. It's very um, hipster.
0: Yeah, but there's no... Um, and, and again, it goes beyond the HUD, too. I mean, when you start this game, you start in the middle of the desert. Wait. There's, wait there's a no minute. Desert. Wait. Are those
1: are those fire trucks that are here in the background of your house? Yeah, yeah. Wow, I feel like we've come full
0: circle. Yeah, we have, we've finally experienced it. Although, see, I live in, in, in the boonies. You live in the city, so that's, that's why we hear it more often at your place. Well,
1: I just think that it's... I mean, why podcast anymore?
0: Yeah, we've 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 completed it.
1: We've completed it. Finally, you've heard it unlocked in two different places on our podcast.
0: I literally, there's a fire station two blocks from my house. That's that's how often it gets used. They've just heard it now.
1: Right, right. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, back
1: yeah, to journey. Stop sidetracking us. You back asshole. to the
0: game at hand, Kenny. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you start off, you're in the middle of the desert. You're this little druid character. Uh, immediately you're drawn to the artistic style of the game. I mean, it's, yeah, it's,
1: how would you describe it? I, it feels like, like it's, it's like an animated, like it's animation, yeah. but it's not like, it's like cell shaded but it's not.
0: There are certainly some, um, kind of like some, some, some like painting cel- attributes. Yeah.
1: cell shaded Yeah. It's kind of but, like,
0: no, definitely not to the, to the, to the extent of braid, you know, where it literally looked look like a, like an animated painting you're walking yeah. through. There are, but there's definitely some painting. Or even
1: to like Darksiders, which kind of has a cartoony, realistic, but painted look.
0: Yeah, somehow they managed to make it flat um, and also not flat at the same time. It's, it's very interesting. Um, and it also changes uh, di- like drastically and dynamically as you're walking through different but places. Slowly. Like Slowly I and mean, in slow. these weird unexpected ways
1: actually one of the best parts about this game is it starts out in such a different place Than it ends like yeah, totally but the controls like everything's so similar in terms of how You control or move forward, but it just the the pacing is Excellent or at first you're just like I'm just walking around a beautiful place <laughs> And then yep. by the middle, you're like, wow, this is an incredibly fun game. Like you, are yep. sliding and 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 jumping around. And then by the end, you're like, that was Elmo. That was beautiful. Like that, you you end this. End, this game is just a beautiful game. Even if it's simple, even if it's just like, it doesn't have a biggest impact. A big an impact of like some of the epic stories or like films like The Godfather. Like it just ends in a dark, but but like really just. I don't know. It's it's very like you said metaphysical and um, and it, it it's very simple, but it leaves so much room for interpretation that it can become very like stuffily academic in how you perceive it, or it could mm-hmm. just be like, wow, that was a really really enjoyable three hour like summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. <laughs> like like wow, that was really great. I'm really glad I played that. Um, yeah, and it, it it's it's so weird. It's so. I think it's so well done in that regard that it doesn't really do, like, I don't know. I, you know, you want, things, you want games to, like, have a little bit of a categorical, you want them to stay within certain genres, even if they push the edges of it. Um, and this one, it, it was never offensive. Like, it was, I don't know. I, 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 I clearly like the game. I didn't expect it to be <laughs> um, as good as it was.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. I agree with you that the, basically the execution uh, behind this game, is is nearly perfect in almost every fashion. Um, and I think even the op- time, it's short. Yeah, yeah. But it, and it, it but it doesn't feel bad. I mean, when you get done with it, you felt like, wow, yeah, cool.
1: And you don't, but you also don't
0: feel like, man, that game was too short. Yeah, although that's a weird uh, topic for discussion, though, because I also. Uh, didn't necessarily feel compelled to go back and play it, which which again kind of brings to the question this whole notion of like you know what is a game? Because I mean it, we've been trained for. I feel like
1: I should go back and play it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I don't. I mean, I feel like I should, but not immediately. I guess is where I'm going yeah. uh, with it, and that's something that's counterintuitive to everything that we've been experiencing over the last couple of years. I mean, you buy this fifty, sixty dollar game. Uh, and immediately you play through it, and you're like, "Yeah, that was great." But the first thing in the back of your mind is, "Now, did I get my money's worth?" <laughs> yeah, you know, would I go back and play this again? Um, so you know, it, it obviously, thankfully, it is cheaper because uh, well, it's downloadable I thought, arcade I game. But
1: hands down, I, hands down, apparently, which is now a phrase I'm throwing out there. Oh, mm-hmm.
0: The bell rang. That means I have to step out for a second. Oh, the bell rang, folks. That can only mean one thing. It's time for me to talk about Kenny behind his back while he goes and gets his pizza. Yep, he's gone. All right, so now that I don't have to be interrupted by Kenny, allow me to take this opportunity to finish explaining what I wanted to talk about at the beginning of the game, which is something super interesting, and that is that you start out in the middle of the desert, and there are no instructions. Um, you know, there's no there's no map on the screen. There's no HUD. There's no life meter. There's nothing. Um literally you are just compelled forward by turning the camera around in the environment and noticing the one huge epic spire tower that's off in the distance uh, that you can tell they put there uh, to drive you towards that. So it's kind of neat how you start. You just kind of look around and you're like, well, where the hell am I supposed to go? And before long, you notice that you're doing exactly what I anticipate the game developers wanted you to do, which is naturally kind of navigating yourself towards that that one thing in the distance. Uh, And sure enough, you always seem to find out Uh, that you're going in the right direction and you're going in the right place. Which I thought was pretty cool. I mean, to to be out in the middle of a desert uh, without a map and still technically always wind up in exactly the right place. So kudos to the people that were uh, in charge of that because I think if you remember uh, the Uncharted podcast, I really hated the kind of exploration (laughs) desert sequence and that, much to Kenny's dismay. But, uh, but here they got it right from the beginning, and I, and I always found that I was walking in the right direction somehow, which was kind of magical. I'm back. You're back. What were you wrong about? Uh, I was wrong... What do you mean? Oh, I wasn't wrong about anything. I'm never wrong, Kenny.
1: What were you just talking about?
0: I mean, clearly you were wrong about something. I don't know. Someone went to go get pizza, so they'll have to listen to that part in the podcast.
1: I don't listen to the podcast. It's
0: terrible. Have you heard
1: it? Well, you're about to learn a very brutal lesson then, Kenny. Well, I would have used the time to sing people. Get them to buy my, <laughs> get them to buy my uh, CD on iTunes.
0: So well, so what I was talking about in a nutshell was the lack of direction uh, and on-screen instructions and all that stuff from the beginning of the game.
1: Yeah,
0: and about how they just use the the environment to drive you forward. Right. Which is a uh, somewhat of a segue to talk about the one thing that I found slightly disappointing about the beginning of the game, and that is that um, even though they start off uh, honestly and correctly in that in that direction which i thought was really cool that there was nothing i had to had to figure everything out by myself and it was really simple there's this one part where you unlock the first power like your your ability to jump and like turn you know, move move stuff around and they put those stupid little overlaid graphics on the screen yeah and they only did it once that was the only place they did it and it was really disappointing to me really yeah like i was just like ah oh, they just it was such a, it was the only thing in the game that stuck out to me as like a last minute, it seems like there was some overbearing somebody at, at the wasn't top somewhere. That was the very somewhere.
1: beginning, though.
0: I, I know it was, but it wasn't the very beginning. Yeah, the very you beginning just wanted you a very pure
1: experience.
0: I did, and and well, you like
1: pure I, things, Matt. Like your whole thing about the Aryan race or something. I don't right,
0: remember. Right. Shh, <laughs> sorry. But no, see, I did not go in expecting anything. That's the point. I, I didn't go in expecting. Um, I didn't go in expecting it. They, they, they pulled me into that notion of wow, could they really create a start to finish game without any instruction manual and map on the screen and have me get all the way through it and finish it and think, wow, that was amazing and I think they had the potential to do that and all they had to do in my opinion was leave those two little instru- instruction overlays off of the screen they don't really tell you anything you didn't know and that's what was really stupid to me I wish they would have left that off
1: maybe they just found in playtesting that people didn't actually know what to do
0: I guess, but I mean, are, that that would lead me to believe that they would have had to found that people couldn't figure out how to jump, and yet they could figure out how to, in the middle of a desert, make it from one area to the next without a map.
1: Yeah, I, I mean that didn't bother me. I, I thought it was silly, but I mean, I clearly stood out from the rest of the game.
0: Right, that's that's what bothered me. Again, I'm being super nitpicky here, but right. I had to be with this game because it was it was really well we done. We should
1: really talk about the star of this game, Matt.
0: Okay, let's me. Do it.
1: No, we should talk about. <laughs> Uh, the multiplayer component. Oh yeah, so I okay. think really the most the most compelling part about journey is you start playing this game and then out of nowhere after you get past like the first leg generally of your journey, uh, another thing appears and you're not really sure what it is. It looks like you. it could be anything. There's no indicator if it's like an AI yeah. or a friend foe. Yeah, yep. And then slowly while playing the game, we began to understand together the mechanics and the language of playing together. Like that we could actually recharge each other's energy and tell each other where we were. But it happened really naturally. Which I think yep. kind of fits in with what you said about them telling you how to use controls. Like at first you don't really know, but like figuring out together and then watching like um I mean, you, the only way you can communicate with the other player—they don't allow even in-game chat. You can't play with friends. You can't invite people to play with you. Uh, you just get stuck with a random person if you have an internet connection. Yep. And it's so amazing. Like it's just like it was. It was like a you crack a smile because like oh we just figured out how to do this together and yep. we and like I played with people who are in Japan like. Uh, playing the game, and and obviously I don't know Japanese, and like we don't share a common language. Although most likely they know English because Americans are assholes who don't like learning about other cultures. But every other culture is different, um, and uh, and we just we just figured it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. The the entire multiplayer component was completely organic, and
1: ironically, I'm not actually sure if it was Japanese because I don't recognize Eastern characters per. Their nationality, so it could have been some other Asian culture, right? But uh, again, with a asshole American thing.
0: Yeah, right. yeah, it was. It was kind of cool. There was a one of the parts that was uh, re- really fun for me was the first time you went down into the underground caves, and they had those light monsters, like, the, like the, the lights dragons that would come through the sky and like shine the light on you. Those were the same monsters at the end too. Yeah. So, but you, if well, you get caught in the light then again you, you don't die but they, it takes away your scarf <laughs> yeah your scarf is like
1: your life but you can keep going
0: it sounds really lame but that's what happens but it, and you and you want a longer scarf because you get it makes the game more more enjoyable um specifically so it really sucks.
1: in that scene uh i'd like to point out that one of the cooler parts about what he's talking about is you go to this underground cave level but it's actually like you're in water yeah it was weird um but there's no there was no visual- visual like indicator of like jumping down on the shore into the deep sea. It was just the color palette and the mechanics of motion
0: changed yeah and and there it was that was so cool yeah and uh, so the, the part where the neat multiplayer aspect came in is that I've I've had this little sidekick, and and this was during a, this was rather early on in the game, so it, it was one of the first uh, first level or so that I had exp- that I had a, a a person at my side, and so I'm just starting to figure out, oh, this person's probably just another player somewhere in the in the universe that's with me, and this is kind of neat because he seemed to be doing kind of dumb stuff. So I was like, well, this isn't someone. This, this is actually a person who's making mistakes beside me. It's kind of fun to watch, and as we're going down into this tunnel. Um, I noticed the layout of the columns and it's kind of like sunken in in the middle and I see this light dragon start flying And he seems to be following a pattern and I haven't quite figured it out yet But I'm thinking to myself. I probably want to hide from that dude So so I'm gonna go around this left side and kind of hide behind these pillars that seem to be in the environment for a good reason and of course my little friend who I can't talk to at all decides, oh, he's just going to bum rush down the middle of the of the valley there. And within five seconds, the light dragon comes out of the corner and completely roasts him and his <laughs> scarf goes away. And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to go that way. <laughs> Definitely going to stick to my original plan. You didn't uh, signal your friend, you asshole? I, well, I did the little noise thing, the little light thing, but he was so far ahead and he wasn't paying attention that he couldn't couldn't do anything about it.
1: That's amazing. That's what it feels like playing Portal with you, by the way, Matt. <laughs> Nice. You're the guy running through the valley, and I'm the guy like boo, 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 boo.
0: <laughs> yeah, giving me cues. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh,
1: <laughs> so tell, showing you
0: how to figure out the puzzle after I yep. figured it out. Um, That's all, that, well. You know, it's funny you bring that up because there was a lot of um, you could draw a lot of comparisons between why we ended up when we started playing in Portal Two was it was we actually. I didn't personally like it at first. I didn't like the lack of voice chat. I didn't like the communication was driven with gestures and actions. Well, and it was it really wasn't that
1: there was a lack lack of voice chat. it,
0: well, was, a, right. it was a technical. It was we it was were, were we were idiots. Right, but you know, to put that in perspective, um, by the time that it did work, we, you and I, had gotten so good at playing the game with just gestures and signals that we never used voice chat in that game anymore. Yeah, um, which is which. Is exactly what Journey is like. Journey is like playing Portal Two, uh, with broken voice chat. You know, you have to just use your natural movement in the environment and little, little jumps and lights and signals to somehow communicate with this other person who you have no idea who they are, what you want or need to do. It was. But it's it was not weird.
1: heavy puzzle solving.
0: No, it's just Never lame was. stuff. Like, oh, let's jump up here together because there's probably something up here. Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was neat. It
1: wasn't lame stuff. It was like discovery. The game's yeah. about discovery.
0: It's about a journey, Kenny.
1: It is about a journey. Yeah. Um, and then there's, of course, one of the greatest levels in gaming in the past five years when you're sliding. Oh man, dude! <laughs> I, I don't think know. there's very few like. I think maybe seeing the Avengers fight together and <sighs> sliding down the sand are probably like, for me personally, those were just. Uh, it was. I was laughing. It was so fun.
0: Yeah, I'd like I really feel I want to try my best to describe it in a way that if we haven't done so yet would make every person listening to this go out and play that game just for that
1: yeah, just that level. Yeah, I
0: mean it. It was so good. I think I texted you right after it happened. to Me like, dude, have you done the, the surfing level yet? Yeah, because um, it was my like that. That is the one part of the game for me that I would quantify as being mind blowing. Like, I've never that text gone, didn't
1: happen by the way. I had beaten the game long before you.
0: Eddie, uh, yeah. So um, it
1: would more be like, dude. I really enjoyed the surfing level that you played four or five weeks ago. <laughs>
0: and you're like, yeah, that was pretty good. I don't remember it. I was like, who is this? Who is this? How'd you get this number? But yeah, just like every other piece of, of the game and Journey, you know, you're, you're kind of just doing this exploration session. Again, it's very nonlinear. Don't undersell it.
1: You're underselling it. You're doing this wonderful exploration stuff.
0: Okay, sorry. You're doing every wonderful and exploration. Every nook cranny is like
1: joy-bottled and sold to you at a <laughs> low, low price at a store that only you can find. <laughs>
0: What I'm trying to communicate is that you ne- there's no goal on, on, that's given to you in the game like right. every other game. It's, it's not just like there's a little journey.
1: You just move forward.
0: Right. There's no checkbox on the side that says go do go surf down the sand. You know you don't. In many know it's ways, going. it's a
1: metaphor for Matt's pretty useless life.
0: <sighs> so you get to this point in the game, <laughs> and everything about what you've played so far in the game.
1: Matt, don't worry. Uh, your
0: thirties will be the slide level. Dude, shut up and let me finish. Okay. <laughs> so you get to this Bye. point. Of- Everything about it changes. You've only been walking and kind of sliding down some couple sand dunes and jumping and maybe flying a little bit for some extended periods of time. But then all of a sudden, everything about the game, the the um, topography gets all kind of wavy and, and it moves a little bit. Um, the, the lighting completely changes so that instead of being out in the desert, you're in this like it's... Painted with a sunset off in the distance and the lights coming through this cavernous sand dune castle thing with pillars and there's shadows everywhere. And then the best part is that the sand gets all sparkly and shiny and it moves with you as you're sliding down. And all of a sudden you're surfing down this sand in and out of like in and around poles and jumping from one side to the next. It was I don't really know how to describe it. It was just totally amazing. Well, so far, you
1: described it like a three-year-old showing his mom who doesn't care a <laughs> drawing he just made in, in class. And then when you're done with the level, you get <laughs> and to then, put, and then, put it up and, on the then, f- <laughs> and then? And then? And then? But well, I know, that, that was a pretty good way to describe it if you like really boring
0: descriptions. Oh, but I forgot the... Uh, uh, what's, that, what's that word? I always mess up that word. Uh, like the Donkey Kong thing. Silhouette?
1: silhouettes
0: yeah yeah there's that silhouette part at the very end where you turn and now the sun's on the right side of you and shining in and you're in the dark yeah you also can't see what's ahead of you
1: it's so spectacular
0: it's great and then uh you even the also
1: forgot the the dolphins there's these dolphin like
0: oh, creatures
1: that are just surfing and swimming with you and and they they carry you too and they lift you up with their joy wings and yeah. It's 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 probably it's it's probably the best sequence in the game. Maybe only uh topped or equivalent to the ending of the game.
0: Oh, that was so cool.
1: <laughs> the ending or the
0: slide. The the ending was cool too.
1: Yeah. Then it yeah. was so dark and so wonderful at the same time.
0: Mhm.
1: So at the end of journey you die. Yeah. You're, well, your point is to get to them. They do give you an objective in the beginning. It's the mountaintop. You just
0: forgot that. No, no, no. I pointed that out while you were getting pizza.
1: Oh, well, see, there's the problem. You shouldn't
0: talk when I'm not here. It scares, but it's not, again, it's not it an scares objective. people. It's not an objective. It's just a visual cue on the horizon.
1: It is an objective. By giving you a visual cue in a game like that that's far away, it's saying, here,
0: go here.
1: <laughs> it's not like when they showed fucking the volcano in Lord of the Rings. They're like, oh, I was just giving you a nice scenic view of... Frodo and Sam walking with a lava in the background.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're saying they're going here. It's implied. And? That was actually a salient point on my heart. That's, like yeah, that's one of the few times I've actually been right yeah. on this podcast. And you used a
0: metaphor that actually fit the situation? Yeah, Great.
1: and it was actually, yeah, well, I know I'm leaving this one with good high self-esteem. Yeah,
0: It, it truly does get better, Kenny. <laughs>
1: Uh, The ending, you're essentially just you're flying like you're flying through a magical mountain with creatures all around you and some of the best music ever. Yeah. We didn't even talk about how wonderful that soundtrack is.
0: It's great. There's, there's so much great about this this little game. Right.
1: See, what thing. happened is you played it and then you forgot about it. But now, as we're talking about it, you're getting re excited about how wonderful the game is.
0: Well, you know, and popularity aside, that's kind of why I was trying to go for the cult classic description first, because I don't think that this isn't one of those games that even if it's sold, you know, a million copies, um, it is gonna be the one that every single person is talking about. It's, it's not. It's you and me are going to talk about it and our friends and that you know it seems like that's about it and some some of the gaming media. But I do think that years from now, um, it certainly has the potential to be in a small collection of games that we look back on and think that was one of the first games that kind of changed um, what we came to expect of what video games as kind of a whole could accomplish while still being fun.
1: Yeah, it feels like in the same league as like Braid or Ico or. Um, yeah journey
0: yep it's our journey (laughs) yes it's good it's a good it's a good i don't it's a good game thingy experience art piece it's like it's like interactive it's like this interactive art thing that you walk through and you like it the whole time
1: and then you slide through with dolphin uh yeah with dolphin, what is that? Just how would you describe the material?
0: Dolphin cloth. Well, they looked more like, uh, what are those? Uh, you know, like the paper dragons. The dragonflies? They, they look more like, hmm? Dragonflies? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the dragons made of paper. You know, like they use in parades in Japan.
1: Well, didn't I just tell you I not, don't really know much about right. culture?
0: Yeah. Or in one of those Asian countries. Asian countries? Yes. God, Kenny. Anyways, they look kind of like paper dragons, except they're made of cloth. Right. Yeah, scarves. They're made of scarves. They're
1: like a nice bundle of dolphin scarf joys. Yeah.
0: yeah. I see. It. It's when you said dolphin, I did think of it and think, oh, they are kind of like dolphins. But I didn't think that until you. They used interact.
1: Them. They interact with the sand, and the way they jump is like dolphin, like a yep. like a school of dolphins. Are dolphins, they, do dolphins are are they schools? I don't know.
0: Could, Good question, Kenny.
1: I'm going to go look this up on the internet. Why don't we answer that on our dolphin podcast? <laughs> Hot for Fins, the podcast?
0: Yeah, yeah. Our marine biology podcast. Uh, yeah, they do make noises that are more like dolphins uh, versus yes. roaring and breathing fire like dragons. So. And
1: with that, we have to actually move on to recording
0: our dolphin podcast. because Yeah, it's, it's getting a little late. It's getting
1: to the end of this, and we like to keep these things brief, just like Journey, so they're beautiful and will remain in your heart.
0: Yeah, so if, if the ability to, to create a 30-minute podcast about a four-hour game uh, isn't doesn't give you reason enough to go play it, uh, this is definitely one of the ones that, that I think uh, everyone should should definitely everyone play. Everyone
1: should play once in their life.
0: Yeah, just play it once through and, and let us know what you think. Although, we always say that and you never do for some reason. Well, we
1: also don't have any feedback mechanisms.
0: Hmm. I wonder who's in charge of that.
1: Probably the guy I'm always waiting for. Hmm. <laughs>
0: Well, with that, it's time to close. Hope you guys uh, enjoyed the podcast and hope you do go out and play Journey. Uh, I don't know when we'll be back to podcast about something else, but hopefully it'll be soon.
1: I assume that it'll be
0: Diablo 3 in July. Yeah, Diablo 3. All right. Well, thanks as always for joining us. Uh, Unless you want
1: to to beat American Nightmare, which I think is totally worth it.
0: I could do that. Just throw that out there. Just slide that out on your table. We're going long, Kenny. Time to cut it. I love you, Matt. I'm cutting it short. I love you, too. Uh, Matthew Anderson with me, as always. Kenny Myers. And we'll see you guys again soon. Ta-ta for now. Hugs.